Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting an online shopping cart to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code RAMBLE1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Come on in, it's the Football Ramble, it's that time again and it's lovely to have you with us. My name's Marcus and I've got Jim on to my left. Ha! Low. Pete is opposite me. I'm selling these fine leather jackets. <laughs> Luke is to my right. Alright. <laughs> I am indeed. Now, in light of the Andy Carroll-Carlos Tevez uh, swap deal proposal, I'd like to ask ourselves... <laughs> Um, who would you swap if you could? Uh, two players from from any clubs in the uh, in the world, Jimbo. Well, uh, Nicholas Bentner has picked up a long term injury at Sunderland, where he's not exactly set the world or the northeast on fire. Um, so he'll, he'll be back at Arsenal. He soon. tried to so, set some cars um, on fire. Though, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> with his feet. Is that related <laughs> to the injury? <laughs> no, well, no, is, is it a long term form injury? A long, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> potentially yes. Um, yeah, so basically, I think with you know the Andy Carroll, Carlos Tevez thing being the barometer, I would try and swap him for Lionel Messi. Because <laughs> it's equally feasible. <laughs> mm. That'd be amazing. And then we, and then we would be a great fax to write out. And then we would least. find out if Messi could and would indeed do it on a cold, wet, yeah, windy. There are some of them fans on the train right now just nodding, going, "Yeah." Lionel, <laughs> great shout Lionel Messi could sort of run um, Nicholas Bentner like Kerrang in uh, the Ninja Turtles like you know he's got a big <laughs> we just put him in his belly put him in his belly <laughs> yeah that's a good shout <clears throat> yeah. maybe that's his solution yeah oh if he just sort of if Bentner gave him a piggyback and Messi could just tell him what to do yeah I'll just graft some sort of messy stem cells mm. on into Nicholas Bentner. I would have scored that if Messi was running my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Bentner, if he you know went to the new camp or the camp new, he's um, already kind of fluffed a chance or yeah, two. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, but Bentner knows, as we all know, that the yeah. new camp's the only true stage for his ability. So it worked both ways. Worked yeah. both ways. <laughs> it's a it's a deal that needs to happen, Pete. Um, can I go for a three? Can I do a, a, a three-way oh, exchange of that? Sorry, as is I your would, one. I would exchange um, Wagner Love for. Peter Lovenkrantz and I would exchange Peter Lovenkrantz for Peter and Love <laughs> and it would be a three way love triangle it's a love affair yeah. it's a love affair yeah it would be a love triangle it's mm. good that's great is that alright <laughs> yeah I really right. like that yeah. strong cool. contender don't give it away in the middle of it. A strong, they're all strong you're all strong We're contenders in my eyes <laughs> uh, look I would like to swap every player <laughs> with the same name around well, first name or second name? No, so like the what, no, like actual you with proper Luke name. Noah. Like Tommy <laughs> yeah. Smith. So you'd get a run out for uh, 
Oh, yeah, we can include him if you want, but you could do Luke Moore from AFC Wimbledon and Luke Moore from Swans. Yep. You could do Tommy Smith from Ipswich, Tommy Smith from QPR. Mm -hmm. You could do uh, the Ronaldos. Yeah. Okay. yeah. One will be fat up from Real Madrid. Again. Well, again yeah. <laughs> um, the only potential, and all too familiar scene. The only potential this wouldn't work for would be um, when Scott Fitzgerald played for Brentford also with another player called Scott Fitzgerald at the same time that did happen look it up okay. and then there's a John Mensers as well for Ghana there you go mm. possibly Paul Robinson stick him in goal yeah, what, stick Paul Robinson what? out of left back oh, right. I thought you meant like the neighbour's baddie then <laughs> yeah get him involved <laughs> yeah. yeah that'd be class uh, good one uh, I'd like to see Juan Roman Raquel may go to Sheffield Wednesday because bearing in mind they're under Megson yeah. And and any of the Sheffield United players going the other way. Because <laughs> how pissed off would Raquel would be seeing the ball constantly flying over his head, looking at Megs and going, I'm the main centre of How annoyed how annoyed would Gary Megson be with Raquel yeah. in training? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, the, it would be brilliant. Yeah, the, the, the pair of them would get an amusing grouch on. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. They annoying. might even be like but they could be like opposites of track. They could be like best mates. Shut up. Alright. <laughs> um, uh, Shut up. Uh, Pete Pete's got the point. Hey. Is that his, two weeks in a row? With his love triangle. Is it really? Uh, you might break. Yes. Oh, and wow. Luke, I mean, Jim, you had a hat trick before that. Luke, you struck. I haven't one for ages, isn't it? That makes it with the fact that I was supposed to go to five aside last night and I missed it by an hour and a half. <laughs> oh. Did you get the next game? Or is that not how it works? <laughs> That's not how it works, Mark. Okay. You missed a chance by an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, no. <laughs> you just kick the bus stop on the way home? <laughs> Well, let's move on to the uh, the deal involving Carroll and Tevers, which uh, didn't happen. It was rejected, funnily enough, mm. by Manchester City. Very odd, Jimbo. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? I don't know what Liverpool's thinking. But it's just <laughs> going to undermine Carroll completely, isn't it? Like, just, it's just so strange they want to get rid of him so quickly. Do you think but he was in saying that? I mean, we were saying not even that long ago. How long do they wait with him? They clearly it seems they've made a decision. Like, it's but if not they, worked if out. If they, d if it was actually true, and I'm not. Yeah, entirely I'm, convinced I'm entirely that that's convinced actually either. the case, but um, what I mean, it, you're just giving you know the, the the bosses at Man City chance to just be you know dicks about it and, and release it to the public. Well, Andy Carroll still one step ahead of Tevez as far as he actually. I mean, they could be the yeah. they could be the sort of subject of a new Ainsley Harriet sort of daytime show. Can't play, won't play. Yeah, <laughs> like it. But I th I, th I know what Liverpool are going for. Liverpool are thinking that Tevez wants to be closer to his family. And and so, and marginally well as we all know it's 6,935 miles from Manchester to Buenos Aires mm -hmm. but it's only 6,928 miles from oh, Liverpool yeah, to Buenos Aires well, so it works go. slowly yeah. but surely yeah it, it, it can edge his way there yeah. I do, think I do. of Tevez City think of him <laughs> yeah exactly I do feel sorry for uh, for Andy Carroll 22 yeah. he's got Stuart Downing supplying the, the ammunition from yeah. the put away and he's, and he's up there all by himself you feel sorry for him because he's from Newcastle Pete. No, I don't see feel no, sorry the sight is I, you know I, I kicked him out the door for 35 million excellent business you personally drove up there like but I was annoyed at the time because it didn't look like we were going to you know, replace him with any, anyone and we didn't for a season and a, and a I suggest half, that if he wants to I mean my advice to someone who's never played the game at any level would be give up the sword Mm. Start working a bit harder. But yeah, but look at the chances he's had for crying out loud. He's not getting the crosses in. You've got to play a completely yeah. different system with Andy Carroll. And it doesn't matter what he does off the field. He had a pretty good game about. Yeah, he was right. Yeah. How much would he time. have a good time at Stoke City? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, no, I'm not. Yeah. Well, look not at, look, fit, as really. I said, that, that's why I wouldn't want him back at Newcastle because we'd have to go back to the Joey Bart and lump the ball up to the big man sort of system. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's something that you, that's how you need. To, he's one of the last strikers. We don't score headers anymore in this country. He's just one last thing. Downing mm. has been particularly um, 
Liverpool. underwhelming for Liverpool because <laughs> I think he had something like the highest kind of chance creation in the Premier League last season or something really strange like that I think it was really high up there do you reckon um, he's just struggling under the weight of that being, no disrespect to Villa but being like a really probably big maybe car. it is that yeah because he's, uh, he's not expectation sort of, he's certainly not um, you know just making those chances is he well, Carol, Carol's um, flick on for the the count winner was like a proper through ball well, yeah, it was well, a brilliant I, header yeah, but I kind of going back to what Pete said I, I do feel slightly sorry for Carol I mean, I, to take your points Luke he has been um, a bit of a silly sausage off the field but you know he is a young guy he didn't ask to be 35 million so immediately he didn't ask to be sold no that's right immediately there's one almighty spotlight on him yeah. and every time he, he miscontrols it everyone's shouting what a waste of money <laughs> um, and, and he puts in an alright display against you know one of the best teams in the league and you know, arguably has a hand in both goals. Certainly, the second one, as you say, and then suddenly they're wanting to offload him for a guy who hasn't mm. even turned up to training yeah. for, for a couple of months or whatever. It's <laughs> manager's son. Manager's son. Isn't it? <laughs> but surely, the, surely the whole idea of paying that much money for him was to, you know, that he's an investment for the future. Yeah. They're going to allow him time to grow. So you know, it, there's it no seems, point. Seems strange that, that they try and get rid of him now. I just, I just do wonder if there's any truth in that story. The only counterpoint to, to that thinking is that they signed him for that money because what they effectively did, as we said at the time, was they swapped Torres. For Suarez and Carroll, and the money was yeah. almost inconsequential because it didn't really. There wasn't more yeah, than one load of fifty was, million pound yeah. going around. They just passed it on, and that, okay, they overly overpaid for, for, for how it's turned out. Well, it looks like they have anyway, but it wasn't really their money in the first place. They just mm. swapped Torres for two other yeah. players. That's basically what they've done, isn't it? Well, there was a little talk um, before we move on to the FA Cup itself that uh, Newcastle actually, because of Denver Bar's clause in his contract, might they they, they swap him for, for Carroll. I can't see that happening. No. I, I just, I just think they've got their man now in uh, in Cissé. Yeah. Um, that would be a strange move. Wouldn't and it's it, they've ca- basically just went. They've, they've sat on their hands for a, for a season. They wanted him like a season ago. They took a punt on Denver Bar, and then now he's come. <coughs> it's come back round. They'll make a bit of money on Denver Bar, and then you know, uh, and off they go again. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Well, let's go. Liverpool two, Manchester United one. Route one football beating possession football. Mm. Yeah, it certainly was. It was a, it was a full blooded affair. Indeed, it yeah. was. I tell you what, it was that game and the uh, Sunderland Middlesbrough game, which are real proper old fashioned cup ties. They were, weren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, yeah. the, the stand, the Carol flick on was absolutely amazing. I mean, it's such a hard skill. He put it right on his feet. Ever really let him go, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he'll do that. He'll do that ever. He's, he's done yeah. that. I mean, he's, he was Maybe something else was on his mind. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I liked it when they booed that black guy. <laughs> that was brilliant that bit yeah, yeah. really makes me want to cheer for football doesn't it yeah. brilliant I love football I, like, I really like how Anton Ferdinand he's being sarcastic I really like the way uh, Anton Ferdinand and Patrice Everett were seen as the victims this weekend they're treated <laughs> as the victims this weekend <laughs> excellent yeah. dear oh dear um, uh, United midfield through Skulls Carrick and Giggs there's not going to be much pace in there but they did keep the ball quite nicely though mm. and Carragher in midfield for Liverpool well I think old school but yeah well Carragher playing just in front of the defence He's never going to break forward, and that United three, three play quite deep, so they had a lot of room and a lot of possession. Well, Couldn't they. turn it into goals, though, could Good, they? Goodness no. knows that uh, Carragher likes a sideways pass or a lump. <laughs> a sideways well, pass or a lump. His pace isn't what it was, but obviously he's very, very solid sort of defensive players it's a smart move from Dougal he's putting in there it's, uh, he's just canny isn't he yeah. he knows he's, he's played those big occasions before um, a lot of the Liverpool have had a quite a big sort of high turnover of sort of personnel and Carragher knows yeah. what it's like to play in a Liverpool United game especially in a cup mm. game as well so it was a shrewd move I thought yeah United were the better team though do you know what I'm yeah, scores had like a pass record of like, something like 98% out of 70 passes first well, that, half yeah first half it was 73 complete out of 75 passes Ooh, made blimey. I think Gerrard was the closest Liverpool mm. player to him 28 or something yeah god he ran the show then yeah 
But they didn't. They give them a new contract. <laughs> three, three year. Um, uh, indeed. Uh, elsewhere in oh, Liverpool, of course, they march on. Uh, both Manchester sides out. Uh, Liverpool yeah. doing quite well. They beat the two Manchester sides. Or knocked them out, rather. From, it's wide open, that cup, that cup yeah. draw now. Yeah. You got, I mean, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool. Um, yeah, both Manchester clubs out. It's good. Yeah. Well, Arsenal are still in, of course. Liverpool yeah. looking Sorry, at yeah. you know, potential cup double there, you would think. Yeah, you sort of feel that like, the appetite's back a little bit for that cup competition simply because Man City are so you know uh, scary, so dominant in the league. You yeah. sort of think, well, mm, this might be our only chance of silverware. Let's have a crack. And, they're not, so. and, and of course, one of the other big teams uh, are out Newcastle. Yeah, I'd, I'd, must kill, be for, I'd kill for a cup, bro. I was going to say, I really be, miss, it must be I frustrating really cup, because you, you would kill. Well, <laughs> that is a guarantee. I will <laughs> but it must take be, that to the bank. It must be frustrating because Newcastle missed a lot of chances, and you look at the sides that are out of the competition. Yeah, you know, I, I just think if if um, uh, if Danny Simpson had knocked um, that player over and got a red on the halfway line, we would have been all right. But um, I don't know. He was he was on a second. He was on a second yellow. So they, they I understand fa- why he didn't. They were the fans at Newcastle, and I mean that's a poor result for them. Mm. Real that, result. Yeah, it, it is. It's It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a killing. We didn't really take our chances. I thought Shaw played all right, um, and I think he has been playing all right all season. Really, he's really bulked out, and he's sort of leading the line when the the the, the Denver isn't, uh, isn't isn't on the pitch. We played, that we, we played that weird sort of high line again that we played against Fulham, and I think Padgy came out before the match and sort of said they play in a similar style. And again, we were kind of you know left wanting a little bit at the back um, without without uh, Colachini and that. It was a little bit. Disappointing to but see I, th- it. I think Brighton going to Liverpool in the next round could be an upset. Liverpool often with, with the smaller teams at Anfield, they don't they don't click in. Do you know mm. what I mean? And mm. the, the potential upset there. Well, that'd be great for the game. When talking about the sort of the sort of appetite for the cup coming back, a large part of that has been the big games they've had in the first couple of rounds. You know, mm. you've had the Manchester derby in the third round, and you've had Liverpool Manchester United in the, in the fourth. Even round. QPR Chelsea's a, a, a yeah. derby, of course, yeah. it was overshadowed, oh, and it really was a bit of a dire affair. Villa Arsenal as well, like two Premier League sides, a lot of all Premier League ties in there. Actually. Well, Villa Arsenal was a game. Yeah. At half-time booing The Arsenal fans were again And then yeah. at the end of the game They won 3-2 no, in the next round. A booay Oh well they, they <laughs> wanted him Getting I've, back I'll take your point But I thought in the second half You could really hear the Arsenal fans Getting behind the, the team Yeah right? I think so For the first time in a while actually mm. Henri well, told them to Yeah maybe yeah. he did I liked um, Alex McLeish Talking about uh, the Van Persie elbow Sort of going My nose is like it is And all bulbous Because I was elbowed So many times in my career And they need to Cut that stuff out So it doesn't explain All the burst blood vessels On your cheeks though <laughs> Alex That's wine country <laughs> Um, uh, what another Alex Your face is uh, wine country <laughs> Oxlade Chamberlain mm. Tipped to by Wenger to go to the Euros Yeah uh, there's talk of it He looks an exciting player He really he? does I mean, If he gets used yeah it'd be yeah. brilliant so, well, Don't not pick him then Wenger Are you going to yeah. say that yeah. He needs to play games <laughs> well, he wants, It's basically him saving him going out on loan isn't it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he'll probably uh, You know we, we said this before He'll, he'll, he'll threaten Walcott's place When Jovino gets back from, from the Cup of Nations and Because um, Walcott's just He's been really off the boil this season. He's got the really screamer against Villa. Oh yeah, it was, it was a, a Messi-esque, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, sorry, Messi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Just bounced in off his stomach. Yeah, that'll do. He uh, scored a couple of alright goals this season. Yeah, but, uh, West Bromwich um, Albion scored a fairly decent. Sort of he, he's, he's, he's done a few things here and there, but he's not been as consistent as he was last season. And Craig uh, Burley was sticking the boot in. Oh, the Arsenal fans will be sick of this. They're just sick of it now. <laughs> no, Craig Burley's sick of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we Craig Burley's he, sick of everything. <laughs> Did you, He's just did a very you, unhappy man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> did you see? Um, the, it, it's, it's, I don't want to take you back to the uh, Brighton Newcastle match, but the ESPN that that they've got to get rid of that pitch side desk that they've got. John oh, Barnes yeah. and Steve <laughs> Howes are getting ch- water just. 
you know, it was chucking it down, and they were just getting covered in yeah. water, and the desk was, and they had their mugs out there, and the, they were getting full it's of so, water. It is so strange, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. At some point, at some point, they're going to go. Oh, that's why I do telly in studios normally. <laughs> <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, elsewhere in the cup, Bolton to Swansea one. Do you see Bolton have ruined a young man's honeymoon? Um, US interna- yeah, US international uh, Tim Ream uh, has been signed. Uh, the Ream, from- bruv! <laughs> yeah. Don't start that. He's been signed. You do you on ITV2. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, uh, Tim Ream. Uh, he's been signed from the New York Red Bulls. He was only married for 24 hours when Owen Coyle phoned him and said, well, forget mate, the- Get a divorce. He said, forget the honeymoon, <laughs> come to Bolton. Yeah. Which Sh- she'll understand, very, you know. You're in the yeah. greatest city in the world. Well, it's a popular and then honeymoon you move destination. To the home of weaving, you know. Bolton's like <laughs> a honeymoon place in a way. Come here, in a Honey. way. Well, he's got his move to a Premier League club, which he'd uh, be happy with that. Can, you for how long? <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Uh, elsewhere, before we leave the cup, um, we've got to mention Crawley Town and Stevenage Borough making it to the the, the round of five. Uh, Matt Tubbs scored, and they sold him, didn't they? Got to Bournemouth. Yeah, mm. Bournemouth has stepped in. Done a Crawley to Crawley. <laughs> I said, right, we're having that player. Yeah. I, can't, I can't stand Crowley Tower's manager. Every time I see him, on the, every time I see him on the touchline, I just want to see him fall over. Well, convicted crook, Steve Evans. Yeah. <laughs> Smug <laughs> shit. Germany yeah. uh, yeah. got they Harry got drawn against motherfucker. They got drawn against United, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, oh, me and Fergie are going to get on so well. You know, we're very similar." This sort of stuff. Yeah. Give it the big end. Let's move away from uh, silly MI from silly managers to League One, where Preston's new manager, uh, Graham Wesley. Has been texting again. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, this time he wasn't dropping any players, he was just merely telling them to prepare for a terrorist attack. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> glug, glug, text, text. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about this. I, I have no idea about this, what this was. I couldn't believe my luck. When I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wesley uh, texts uh, some of the players. Saying this, in view of the must-win game tomorrow, beware of low-flying aircrafts, as we are in a very high hotel, which will be a target for Al-Qaeda leaders, not the minions. Um, If we come under attack, we must stick together and keep evolving as a team and bring pain on them. Make sure you have uh, right footwear on in case of such events. (laughs) Is something in his brain snapped? I don't... Is, is, is that is Siri it? playing up? Yeah. Can you write confusing yeah. text to <laughs> yeah. players? Is it on methamphetamine? <laughs> <laughs> because of the scabs on his face, he's trying to peel off the well, crack so spiders. Graham, you're right. Yeah, fine. Uh, can you lend me a fiver? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I've been reading this Daily Mail. God, yeah, yeah. the world's falling apart. That, that is like that's worrying now. Yeah, that is, someone have a word with him. The thing about that is that the Wesley, check his head. The Wesley thing he did with the text messages before was rubbish and worrying, but it was but it was. This is a complete non sequitur. <laughs> this has come from nowhere. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not exactly staying in I know central. What. He's after his own corner. Is that what yeah. he is? He's after his own I corner. Sti- I stayed in a, in a uh, high backed hotel, I suppose you'd call it, with uh, the yeah. Swindon Town team on uh, Friday. Did uh, you? Friday night. Did oh, not see. Roast. Did not see. <laughs> 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 Let's be honest, though, Al Qaeda never going to go after Swindon yeah. Town. No, but I, but I did write Ramble. Uh, not uh, football go after Ramble. North End. <laughs> I, wrote, right. I wrote football Ramble on the back of. Uh, of their the team Dukanio's head Superb Right then um, Well let us leave England And go north to Scotland Where the Scottish League Cup Semi-final happened Celtic Unsurprisingly beat Falkirk 3-1 And faced Kilmarnock In the final How would we see that one Going Killy for the Cup It was a lovely free kick From uh, Stokes That was a good free kick I endorsed that free kick It was over the wall It was high But then it still came down Do you think Kilmarnock Will beat Celtic in the final oh, I don't Kilmarnock. even care anymore Kilmarnock, like, Kilmarnock, You see how many like, people Watching that match 
I care. Let me answer them. Yeah, let him. <laughs> They're out eighth in the league and one, can't they? Something like that. The best I can hope for is top six, where it splits into a top six and the bottom six. That's right, yeah. I still think Celtic will win. <laughs> it's a safe bet, Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo, you know or nothing about this Celtic v Kilmarnock? Celtic are yeah, going okay. to win, Marcus. The, lowest, the lower half of the SPL is rubbish because Don Fellman is so terrible that they're going to get relegated. They are. So everyone else knows they ain't got to worry about anything. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right then, um, let's skip what over to. Um, uh, well, both teams are there. <laughs> no, get no, out! I, I think Kilmarnock are going to. Um, I, I think they'll well, probably lose. Um, now let's go to uh, La Liga, where Barcelona have dropped more points. Oh, they're dropping them they're all over the seven shop. behind uh, Real Madrid. They drew nil nil with um, lowly placed Via Real. It's over. The dreams over. The finish. The ruined. Sell Messi. <laughs> well, Messi became the first footballer to have the uh, front cover of Time magazine all to himself. Not the American version, no, just the European, Asian, and South Pacific ones. The, U- the US version of Time magazine is, is notably hilarious because, like, when the Arab Spring like um, happened in, yep. in the spring. Every other cover was like kind of just all about these revolutions happening all mm. around the world. The American one was like, "How to improve your sex life" or something. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> In light of the Arab Spring. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Barcelona dropping points, seven behind Real Madrid. Told you it's over. Madrid yeah. are going to win, win it. Um, Barcelona have only conceded two goals at home in the league this season mm. in ten games. That's good. It's very. That's, good. that's worth a season ticket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Second best though currently. But um, yeah, nil nil against Villarreal is not good. Especially as Real Madrid continue to steam. Role teams all over well, Madrid won. Uh, but their manager Jose Mourinho is rumoured to be wanting to come back to England in the summer I could see that I happening I think that is rubbish Ooh. I think it's Mourinho uh, trying to get some leverage uh, putting that story out there to scare the top brass at Madrid into just stopping meddling you reckon I, that's I, my I, thought I, I, I'm just, not sure Jimbo I just think Jose Mourinho needs two teams he needs one team to beat Barcelona in the derbies <laughs> yeah. mm. and another team to take out the Champions League in the, in the league because yeah. you know he's steamrolling in that division yeah. and he still can't get a break from the fans but wouldn't this be classic Mourinho if come the end of the season he wins the league maybe even the Champions League and then he just pisses off you think he's got a chance of winning the Champions League you, you think they'll, they'll do yeah, it I, I, I think they know, will win I the wouldn't, Champions I don't, League I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they won the league in the Champions League and he went there you go have some of that I can't and, see uh, him, I can't see him walking like down the tunnel away from the stadium and like I don't know, Ronaldo coming back in tears trying to hug him and stuff. <laughs> he did what he did at Inter. <laughs> yeah, he did so. at Porto. Yeah. I mean, can imagine yeah. if he got the hat trick. He doesn't stick around very long. You got to remember Bella that. Bella Gutman. Yeah. Yeah. The Bella Gutman rule. But I, <laughs> would it be outrageous to say? Because I mean, people. I think the job that he would probably want is Manchester United if Ferguson quits. But I don't reckon Ferguson quit in the well, summer. I, I think that the powers that be around those sort of clubs have thought probably. You know, at that point, rightly, that Ferguson will do, I know he said he wants to do two or three more years, mm. yeah. that leaves it perfectly for Mourinho to leave Real Madrid after two or three years and go to United. Yeah. But if, if Mourinho does, in fact, want to leave in the summer, Ferguson's not going to be ready to step down. What, I, about, I what, about, what about Spurs? Spurs is, he likes Spurs. He's, he's been on record yeah. saying he likes yeah. Spurs. Yeah, and I mean, Redknapp could be in prison well, yeah. <laughs> well he could or, be or in the England job or in the England job which is a form of metaphorical prison I just, I just wherever, he, wherever he goes he needs money and apparently there's, there's this clause that says that he can only go to Manchester United if he leaves you know, oh is that right or whatever. well that's what that's what okay. Twitter says but I mean like you, wherever he goes he'll need money and I don't yeah. think the, the Manchester United chairmen's uh, chairmen's are going to back him <laughs> to any great extent it th- would have to be Spurs for me personally. yeah well I think Tottenham you know they, they do seem to have a lot of money they don't seem to be when it comes to sort of uh, making decent sized transfers but I don't know if they've wage bills the biggest which is it obviously going to yeah. be an issue it, it, mm. the, 
I, th- I think the United thing is United need to find someone after Ferguson who's going to continue the success they've had. And what other candidates are there? Look at it from that side. Yeah, what yeah. other candidates are there? Mm. Yeah, they, they could attract Mourinho. I reckon Mourinho could. Squ- they'd get money to spend. Whether I mean, it's, it's easy to sort of think that United haven't got as much money as City and, and basically teams that are financially doping the sport. Mm. But they have got money. I mean, they spent of money. Course. They've spent big money for Phil Jones, really. Yep. Yeah. They spent money on, on players before that. You know, they've not exactly been sort of shy and coming forward to that extent. We're actually young as well. Yeah, exactly. So I, I do think it could happen. I, I, Spurs is another one though, but Spurs will will happily sign players, especially if they've got Mourinho. In. If you're going to get a, a, a manager of the, the sort of stature of Mourinho, you're going to have to yeah. back him. Well, and they look as though they could be in the Champions League. Yeah, they, oh, they, they will be. They will be. Yeah, yeah. they will be. And it, and I mean, there's talks of a new stadium, perhaps. <sighs> If they're an expanding club, getting Mourinho in. Oh, yeah. they're a global brand. The t- yeah. I mean, the timing <laughs> could work very well for them. Mm. Uh, well, anyway, uh, elsewhere in Spain, after Barcelona drew, guess who also drew? Valencia. Oh, they are cursed. Um, <laughs> but uh, what about this one? Um, Juan Roman Riquelme, former Villarreal player, of course, who um, helped them to the dizzying heights of the semi-finals of the Champions League and all, said that... Didn't he uh, miss the, value, the penalty? That t- he did. Well, yeah. Yen saved it. OK, fair enough. Um, <laughs> he said he would love to go back to, to Villarreal to help the club in their current plight. He said, well, I would go tomorrow. I would ask Boca for permission and then I would board a plane and go there. <laughs> and <laughs> then I would watch the safety demonstration yeah. and then I would order a gin and tonic and then I... I would put my seatbelt on so and then and then and then I would ask for permission wait for it to be given yeah. and, it, and, it, and he's off would we like to see that it'll never happen but would we like <laughs> yeah. to see it of course of course yeah. we would yeah. Get you know the answer to the yeah. submarines. Of course we would. And uh, before we leave Spain, we've got to talk about Mirandes uh, playing uh, their football in the third tier of Spanish football. They've reached the semi-finals of the, the Copa del Rey, incredibly. Whoa. And they've beaten Villarreal, Racing Santander and Espanyol on the way. They face Athletic Bilbao in the final. And their star man, uh, Pablo Infante, who uh, scored more goals than Lionel Messi in the tournament, I think he's got seven, is a bank manager and he hasn't missed a day's work since the cup began. Shouldn't he be sorting out the tax... His tax, his bank's tax bill. Yeah, well, he's got time to do both. Pete, yeah. Yeah. it's a multitasker. Absolutely remarkable so, story. Sorry, so they're in the final, semi-final, semi-final yeah, against yeah. Bill Bell. Yeah, yeah. third tier. That's incredible. Yeah, the bank manager could uh, could take them to the final. Could cash some checks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking for something like that. Great. <laughs> uh, now then, um, Bundesliga time. Uh, Bayern, Schalke, Dortmund, and Mönchengladbach all one to the top four mm. are as still as tight as nearly can be, with only one point separating the top three. To the fourth positioned team mm. But Bayern Munich annoyed their fans Recently Have you seen this? Oh you yeah. don't want to do Awful. that No you do not want to do that That's brilliant this was um, they, <laughs> they, One of the best fan goals well, ever I, I, Yeah I was Because uh, there was stuff going around Twitter That Bayern have got a big marquee sign Oh this is To unveil Ludicrous And even I was kind of like Ooh, who, could, who could this be? You know And then kind of nothing <laughs> happened And I thought well, That was a bit strange um, but, Well the Bayern fans were invited To um, log on to the, the club's Facebook a page and the supposed new signing uh, would be unveiled uh, and it would all be shown on there um, but they were left a bit disappointed when the, um, the general manager Christian Nerlinger revealed an envelope with the user's own Facebook profile pictures on it and then the fans saw that their own name appeared on the back of a, a Bind shirt on, on the screen and a statement on Bind's Facebook page read Dear fans you probably already noticed that we did not sign a new player this app is for our fans to show the importance of you at our club every single Bind fan is the spectacular new signing our 12th man Rubbish Kicking yeah. the bollocks Underwhelming <laughs> Can you imagine like Zlatan on Facebook Looking at that going Yep yeah, that's a marquee signing like, going, <laughs> We have signed Zlatan Ibrahimovic Yep yeah, Fair <laughs> yeah. dues you know. yeah, I'm, I'm huge 
Imagine if like a Mission Gladback player yeah. logged in. <laughs> and was like, oh, oh what? Yeah. My agent's not said anything. Yeah. Brilliant. That's a bit of a result. I'm now top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah. behaviour. It's a terrible own goal. This is why cocaine and advertising executives should not be. To be fair, together. we've been this in meetings like this. <laughs> this is why Bayern Munich should never have hired Gary Cook. <laughs> uh, welcome return to the show for yeah. Gary Cook there. But there's some other uh, good news. Well, there is some good news um, coming out of Germany. The former Germany captain, uh, Lothar Matthias, is set to become a TV star in his own reality television show. This is show. brilliant as well. Um, well German, he's, Germany is good value this week. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a bit of um, a, a, a lot of fun poked at Matthias. He's had about four wives. He has I mean. about four wives. Um, he has about four wives. He has had right. about four. I missed a crucial word. Wow. They're failed sentence. marriages. They're not like. Yeah, he hasn't. Uh, he's completed. I've completed this <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah. the one, the, if, if you have another marriage, it pretty much guarantees <laughs> the one before it was failed. Nah, yeah. Not where I come <laughs> from. So, well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you are from the north of England. It might be slightly different. Oh, that's north. That's a dick. Don't be like that. Now uh, he's currently going out with a Polish underwear model who's 23 years his junior. 47 he was and she was 21 oh that's a ballsy move it's <laughs> <laughs> good work if you can get it can you imagine the ex-wife yeah. gone typical <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll do it yeah. well the show's kind of um, going to be showing what he's really like he's not this um, silly character that they think he is and he said I want the show to, to, to show people how I really am most people are only familiar with some of the headlines I think there will be a lot of positive surprises for me he doesn't, all he needs to do is take how, a how big thing how can you predict out? a surprise yeah, well, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <for> <laughs> yeah. all he needs to do is take a big article out in a quality newspaper and say I'm one of the greatest footballers of all time yeah. show me yeah. some respect yeah. no, it, 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 it is hole. weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is strange to think of him being thought of like that isn't it because yeah. he's one of the all time greats he's an incredible player. he really but is to think of him like sort of lampooned like that it's just <laughs> sad I imagine his trophy cabinet looks a bit sad though because every time he you know he's got to split up all his wealth oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. His matches. I'll have half that trophy yeah. cabinet yeah. yeah oh no it may be a runners up medal for the Champions League <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on god yeah. my wife's won the World Cup elsewhere in there for Bayern Munich El- elsewhere, <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere in, um, in Germany did you see Marco Royce um, for Munchen Gladbach he's quality he's yep. in the sign for Dortmund in the summer oh is that yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, he scored a great goal um, I think they played big Stuttgart about 3 or 4 3-0 so mm. 3-0 it was wasn't it? Yeah. away from home he was an absolute class he's brilliant and, they were call- the, and the, um, the highlights website I saw the goals on they were calling him Marco Rolls Royce oh good we like that it works it does indeed on so many levels but mainly one now uh, let's go to the African Cup of Nations bit of international football for you here Gabon and Equatorial Guinea through to the yeah. to the quarterfinals they are smashing it and what ways to do it did you see them two yeah. fantastic goals for each side of space the free kick um, uh, for Gabon mm. in the uh, 95th minute something like that Brilliant. Do you remember the scenes? Great, do, scenes, ladies and gentlemen. That, do you remember the greatest ever comeback in the combination for all? Yeah, Mali Angola was it? Yeah, four 0 with like 12. Ten, 12 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> but that was that time, and yeah. now it's this time. Yeah, but that, that, that was um, that was good. Nice to see Daniel Kuzan, ex Hull mm. City and, and Rangers. Is there all time top scorer? I think I'd have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those pitches, though. I know, I know they've got to play like two matches a day on them. But oh, there was I mean, a waterlogged one, there wasn't there? There is state. Some of them, I'm just like. Libya Zambia I think it was when yeah. there was a, a good few puddles what about Senegal though Senegal have gone home 
Pete's happy. Got a striker's back. Brilliant. Yeah, got your Dembers. Rock bottom of their group. It really lost, is surprising. Lost every game. The, um, they're well, by far the, the, the highest ranked team in that group. They mm. won their qualifying group as well. Easy. I don't think they lost a game in qualifying. Mm. The teams they had in their group, Libya was 60, uh, 63rd in the world. Zambia was 71st in the world. Guinea, 151st in the world. Equatorial Guinea. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Equatorial Guinea, yeah. yeah. They've had done to them what they did to France. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. I think they'd still take that, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. 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 But, um, so, so no, no one's trying to sort of... But it was, it was nice to result. see Libya get a point. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, but all I'm saying is, bring back Albert Juf. <laughs> <laughs> and Diaw, Salef Diaw, bring him back. Bring them all back. Yeah. Um, it, it, and the th- wardrobe. There was a great... Uh, and Sudan are into the quarterfinals, um, going down the groups. Zinedine Sudan. Yeah. Which was quite incredible, really, because if you think about it, when they drew two all with Angola, uh, Bashir scored uh, both goals, I think it was, for Sudan. He ended Sudan's 36-year goal drought at the tournament. <laughs> OK, they haven't qualified, I think. That's England-esque. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely incredible for those people um, yeah. in Sudan. Um, so, well done to them. And uh, good to see Ghana, some of their big names, uh, yeah. Jan scoring and, and AU. They're not quite clicked in um, to, to third, fourth, or even fifth gear, but um, they're a lovely celebration for the AU goal. Maybe they're building their momentum at the uh, the right time. Mm. One should hope so. But what? it really is there for Ghana and the Ivory Coast. What I was mean. the celebration? Well, they kind of did a little dance, and then they would put their finger over their mouth as if to say, shh. Oh, nice. And then for a couple of seconds, then back into the dance, and then shh. Okay, you know, you've, got have, you've got to have the Ivory Coast to, to win, surely. And it'd be nice to see them because you know they, they should really have won the, the last one. <laughs> <laughs> they did, but, but the thing is, though, I think a lot of people think that oh, that, that they've been the best teams for a while and they've racked up a few trophies. They haven't no, won that no. tournament for so long. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. It's like it's guys. It's there for the taking. They, ne- they need to do it this time. Exactly. Or, or never. Yeah. Well, I guess they've got next year as well. But Garner, yeah, it's funny. It's coming around quick again. But Garner have probably got a younger team, haven't they? Mm. And Ivory Coast. Get it done, as I'm get telling it, you. Get the it elephants, did. get it done. Yeah. Right then, uh, well, while we've been talking there, Luke's gone off to Diego Corner. Here Luke, can you hear me? Here I am, yeah. Go on, what's been going on? Um, well, you know that recently Diego Corner's sort of, these days, it's sort of moulded itself into sort of Diego and Pele Corner. It's mm. almost like a, a, a footballing version of men behaving badly. <laughs> but Diego Maradona is Martin Clunes and Pele is Neil Morrissey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pele. Who's, who's Leslie Ash? Uh, I haven't got to that bit yet. Uh, I have to work it out. But Pele's piped up saying, um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened was people were talking about Messi being the greatest player of all time, blah, 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 uh, as they do uh, when they've got nothing else to talk about. And, and Pele was. <laughs> Most so, of the time. Yeah. yeah. Pele said. Else to um, ramble about. <laughs> when Messi scored 1,283 goals like me, when he's won three World Cups, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Right? I've, I really want Messi to do that <laughs> yeah. and just sort of go around Pele's, sort yeah. of put a chair, you know, backwards, sit on it and go, right then, let's have a chat about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only oh, I'm not, This is the tip of the iceberg Messi's uh, far too humble He yeah. also said Football changes Records are there to be broken But it will be hard to break mine People always ask me When's the new Pele going to be born? Never My father and mother have closed the factory <laughs> <laughs> A desperate man tried to cement it <laughs> Also not really understanding biology Because if yeah, they had another yeah. parent uh, I had another kid It wouldn't just be him again No And there's no, no factory involved No It's a hospital Yes, carry on. <laughs> this is maybe due to old age affecting his thought processes, said Diego. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, a, with a modicum of respect. <laughs> Certainly no more than that. Yeah. A globule he of said, respect. He went on to, to say disrespectfully you can't blame the guy he hasn't been doing anything for 20 years I haven't even seen him in a supermarket <laughs> why would you imagine that 
It's like the House of Commons. Yeah. Embarrassing. You don't even live in the same continent. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. I cannot get enough of it. I don't know what he does. Usually, when you see him these days, it's only at award ceremonies next to the president of FIFA and looking like a doll that's been moved by remote control. His comments come <laughs> as no word. surprise. <laughs> Superb. He's let them both barrels there, yeah, Pete. Yeah, You've really got to is. say that's going to rumble on. Um, he also um, Diego was under uh, under pressure recently because um, in the cup competition that Al was were in um, yeah. the Emirates Cup, uh, they lost three 0 to Dubai SC. Um, and Diego fielded a weakened team for that tie. Um, Is this the same cup Arsenal host? <laughs> it might be. Yeah, <laughs> seems very odd. Do you not remember it? <laughs> um, the um, anyway, but Diego fielded a weakened side, and then he came out sort of guns blazing and said, "Well, <laughs> the management did not make enough reinforcements to the squad. I was promised six new players, but only two came. Like we say in Argentina, we would like to bring out all the meat from the fridge to serve it, but we were not able to." <laughs> He's what? more of a Pigalunian man. Yeah. <laughs> As if they say that in Argentina. It's a bit wordy, isn't it? Um, <laughs> the dog gets face back, Diego. And the final bit from um, Diego Corner this week is um, United Arab Emirates players, or, or of, of United Arab Emirates nationality, will yeah. be dancing on the streets <laughs> because Diego's being linked with a job and if you take into account that he used over 100 players when he was Argentinian manager um, yeah, it'd be good for him to the get the citizens thinking I could get a call yeah. up here. Yeah. We, anyone. Yeah. Anyone. Um, that so yeah, that's, that's it. That corner is rammed. Great stuff. It is, yeah. Brilliant. Rammed to Diego fan. So as Luke makes his way back from Diego Corner, we're going to be talking about India, the Indian League, where it's all going off. Yeah, it's that funny little tournament they sort of set up, um, and uh, a, a lot of uh, heritage players, let's say, have, <laughs> have gone into the pot. Um, uh, <laughs> Hernan Crespo's the, the most expensive one, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he went for about um, just over half a million. Um, Cannavaro and Pires went for just under that. Um, Fernando Couto became the most expensive coach at one hundred and forty-three thousand pounds. How long is it? How long Ex- for? Portuguese. I think it's only about seven weeks. Uh, Peter Reid's involved as well. He, he got, is. He got snapped up. I quite like how it says Peter Reid and his crew kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like he brings his mates along. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was bored one morning and uh, last week, and I uh, tweeted Peter Reid and actually got a reply. I was very pleased with. Did it say Peter Reid? You have got a tie <laughs> for a seat? No, because on his picture it looks like he's eating a cornetto. I went, "Do you like cornettos, Peter Reid?" And also, do you think we'll ever colonise Mars? And he got back to us saying, I love ice cream and Mars. He <laughs> <laughs> thought you meant the chocolate bar Mars, didn't I think he, he did, No, yes. I don't think he did. Uh, fair enough. He's colonised air Mars. How can you colonise... Anyway, but uh, no, nobody... <laughs> I'd like to see an Ask Peter Reid feature. Actually, send us in your questions for Peter Reid and we'll get Pete to tweet them to him. How's yeah. the food over there, Peter Reid? Um... <laughs> Nobody wanted uh, Marco Echeverry, unfortunately. Oh, what? That's oh, disgraceful. And, and I'm almost certain John Barnes uh, didn't get picked up either. <laughs> Did he not? <laughs> or Colin Todd. <laughs> oh, no. Native Darling. Echeverry's a legend. There's quite yeah, a few Central legend. and South American players who got um, picked up, didn't they? <laughs> Presumably Echeverry's going to be a coach, right? Yes, yeah. He's going to say. He's yeah. in the yeah, coach. Yeah. Firmly in the I'm coach. Bar- he's and, the size of a house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A big house at that. <laughs> um, so they are Indian transfers. It's like, it's like the fat guy got picked last. <laughs> he yeah, didn't get yeah, picked yeah. at all. That's the, that's the Indian transfers. We, we can't talk about the uh, transfer window in this country, this country being England, of course, at the time of recording, but we will be talking about that next week. We but will. now it's time for Going for Gold. Oh, it's tense! Going for Going for Gold! <laughs> Lulled. It is. <laughs> it, it, wow. That was like an impromptu jingle. It yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'll <coughs> get my, I'll get Ed's, my on, on. Ed's on, there's only seven clues. Let's have one I can remember this week, Pete. Yeah. Ed's on, Ed's on, there's only seven clues. Yeah. Ed's on, Ed. Is that a clue? First clue. I am 38 years old. <laughs> 
At my first club, um, I scored 74 in 98 games. Stop. Blimey. Robbie Fowler. No. I don't know why you were just guessing while you are sorting your notes out at the same time. <laughs> did a bit of admin. I had in the, the Indian in League because Fowler was involved in the Indian yeah. League. In the yeah. near, uh, uh, the first uh, letter of that club was P. I spent three years in the Premier League. Stop. Paul Walsh. No, he's old. 38. I thought Paul Smith is a scoring record. Stop. Yeah. Kevin Phillips. No. <laughs> Paul Walsh didn't start at Portsmouth. No, yeah. I was brought there by Brian Little. Stop. Is it Guy Whittingham? No. I love Guy Whittingham. Oh, he's not 38 either. No, no, no. Remember that he does that to you? Yeah. I was uh, Euro 2000's joint top scorer. S- oh, mm. didn't know that then. There we go. Oh, Gordon Bennett. Stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is Paul. Any more, Freddie Moore, no? Before I got the next clue. No, go for it. Look at my eyes. I can't believe That's it. That's really Paul. My core bestest scorer was Patrick Clivert in that competition. I've only got one clue left and you ain't going to get it from this one. <laughs> Last year, my granddad shot and killed my dad. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not didn't, funny. Didn't see that one coming. It's not funny. It's um, an important fact, though. It was in the news. It's come from nowhere, though. <laughs> yeah. Top scorer in Euro 2000 and play up front with Patrick Clivert. So he's obviously... Granddad shot dad. He's obviously German. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was the clue? Sorry about Euro Euro two thousand. I was Euro two thousand's joint top scorer. And the Patrick Cliver one joint with joint with yeah, Cliver, yeah, Patrick Cliver. Yeah. Stop. Then really. Spurcamp. No. Milan Barros. No. That's two thousand and four. That was two thousand and four. With Patrick. No, not with. Not up front. Joint top scorers. I was thinking there, haven't I? You don't know the answer? No, yeah. it's because I know the answer. And uh, Stop Carol Paborski, stop Andre Kanchelski, stop um, Julian Dix. Stop. I'm just naming <laughs> <No>. literally <laughs> no. every footballer I can think of. Similar colours, though, to the last one. Um, it's... Uh, 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 Shall I do a hand motion? Nuno it? Gomez. <laughs> no, you, you, you can win it, Pete. You can't give All it right, away. Cool. You know? Who is it? I'll do the hand motion while I... Right, I know what it is. Yeah. This doesn't mean you win the competition, but I'm going to do a hand motion now, yeah. and you might be able to guess. Totty. No. <laughs> not really an audio feature, this. No, not really. Oh, I'm tying something on my head. <laughs> tying something on my head. Savo Milosevic. Oh. Milosevic Bloody hell Play the villa on the br- on Brian Little Yeah it makes perfect uh, sense yeah. That is a stinker Sorry guys yeah. I feel terrible All the listeners get it after the first clue So mm. it doesn't make any difference to them <laughs> Better fast forward this bit Because I get it so yeah. quick Thank you for uh, for your Email lady. Let's have an email Oh go on then uh, Alright lads Yep Yeah we uh, are I love listening to the discussion On funny shouts at football ground So I thought I'd wade in With a couple of classic stories About my old man Wade away That's his dad Not just like an old guy <laughs> Wade away Got or found uh, A few years back um, Sitting in the city end At a Manchester derby We were trailing 1-0 And the United fans Started pulling out The old You'll never win football Charlie He's clearly a city fan uh, My dad decided to respond By standing up and shouting That's a double negative It means we always win everything <laughs> I like that <laughs> 
Yeah, technically, of course, he was right, but I'm not sure if the heat of the Manchester derby is the environment where grammatical technicalities <laughs> are most appreciated. He's a, pe- he's a crowd pedant. Indeed. That's um, in a more recent episode, earlier in the season, we went to the Carling Cup title away at the Emirates. Uh, regardless of the old jokes about the atmosphere at Arsenal not being great, you'd be hard-pushed to say it's not a fantastic stadium and that night was a complete sellout. And in fact, the atmosphere was buzzing. My dad thought differently. In a random outburst when the crowd had gone quiet, he decided to shout, Shit grounds, no fans. Both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that is from Matt. So, I quite like the idea when he said in a recent episode, like he thinks each week's an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, of football. Yeah. <laughs> football should be split into episodes. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. Matt. Good one. Hello, I'm Dean Windass, and this is my Hall of Fame. Now then, it's time for a profile, you lot. And uh, it's Bob Paisley. Oh, massive. Isn't he all in? No. No. Oh, Robert not. Paisley is in the minute. <laughs> Wait, he might <laughs> be. Just you wait. He could be in. Um, a, a proper ledge, this guy, or legend, as normal people say. Yep. Um, he was born on the 23rd of January 1919. Oh, Tricky one. 48 years before the summer of love. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, the ultimate one club man, uh, without a doubt, and a true legend of, of the English game, and of course, Liverpool Football Club. Mm. Um, he was uh, he's, he's from uh, the Sunderland area in the northeast. And he was a player uh, before he went into management. Uh, played for a number of years, playing at Bishop Auckland uh, as an amateur. And he won the Northern League division uh, with them in 1938-39 season. Some of the big clubs became interested in him, and he went to Liverpool as a 20-year-old uh, left half on May the 8th, 1939. <laughs> that that makes bloody it, war! That yeah. makes it sound like they only signed half of him. Yeah, it does, I suppose. The left half. Yeah. yeah. Um, he missed out on six years of his career due to World War II, um, unfortunately. And, uh, he, but he did come back afterwards and made his debut for Liverpool in 1946. So I forget that he was a player there as well. And for a few years, of course. Yeah. So um, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you, you have a long summer off or whatever, yeah. and you come back and, like, you're a bit groggy. Off, you're a bit groggy, you're a little yeah. bit overweight. Can you imagine what six years it does to you? Yeah. I mind you, you got rationing, so you're never going to be overweight. Yeah, I was going to say, he was at wartime, and, and so you were on your toes. He fought in the war, Paisley, as well. He did, yeah. Yeah, he, used to, he, re- he referenced it reasonably regularly. I, I think he was in the. Fought for Liverpool, so loyal he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he was out in maybe North Africa in the deserts, maybe. I'm pretty sure he helped liberate Rome as well. Lee! Hmm. Ah. Well, yeah, he, he was certainly there. Um, because he made that famous quote when they, when he, which you'll come on to, he won the European Cup in yeah. Rome, and he said, This is the second time I've conquered Rome. Oh yeah, uh, nice. It's last time, like last time I came here, I was on a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like xenophobic when you say that. Right, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> dickheads, back again <laughs> <laughs> to do you in the arse. Yeah. Wicked. I've come to take your football. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So uh, yeah, he did play for Liverpool. Um, the mixed time at Liverpool. Um, he, they, they did win the league um, in uh, the late forties. He wasn't picked for the cup final in nineteen fifty, which was was the same. He was captain though the following season and got relegated in his final year playing for the club. Um, but uh, Liverpool were the, were the only um, professional team he played for. Um, he played not far off 300 games for them and uh, quit in his mid-30s. He then trained as a physiotherapist and continued to work in and around the club. Um, and it was in 1959 when Bill Shankly took over at Liverpool. Well, we all know what happened there. Bill Shankly, of course, is in the Hall of Fame, so do check that out. Well, people who, who don't sort of necessarily know, Liverpool have become quite a run-down sort of antiquated team and club but then Shanky mm. really turned them around yeah. didn't he? and set, he, set the um, sort of foundations for everything that followed really. yeah. he, he established them as a big club you know as yeah. a sort of a, a serious 
contender. Mm. And Paisley was there throughout this. Yeah, in, in, in the boot room boys. Yeah, yeah well, in, yeah, absolutely. In, in various different forms. I mean, he um, he kind of went through the ranks in the in the backroom staff. Uh, did uh, Paisley as assistant trainer, then chief trainer, assistant to Shankly as well. And as you say, Luke, he was one of the legendary boot room boys. Assistant to the reason why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is where he would have learnt so much about the game. I mean, the mm. the, the Alfield boot room is absolutely legendary. Yeah. yeah. To be a fly on the wall. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't or it? Yeah. Boot in a room peg shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, would have learnt uh, tactics and man management, absolutely everything yeah. went on in there. Um, and then in 1974, a very significant year in the, in the uh, history of Liverpool, Shankly decided that his time managing Liverpool was over. It's quite out of the blue as well. It was it? a little bit out of the blue, and, and the Reds didn't know what to do, really. <laughs> they were in shock, as you could imagine, um, because he was such a li- living legend there. Yeah. As you said earlier, Luke, he mm. transformed the club uh, completely. So um, Shankly did say to the board at Liverpool that um, the, the only way to make the change over was to promote the rest of his backroom staff. Um, so that meant Liverpool looked to Bob Paisley to take um, on one of the biggest tasks in the history of English football. Yeah, <laughs> quite simply, it cannot be understated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they, I mean they were huge back then, weren't they? Liverpool? Yeah, uh, the chief exec at the time, Peter Robinson, said it was definitely a crisis when when Bill left, and Bob Paisley was very reluctant to take the position as manager. And we approached him, and he said no. In the end, the chairman, directors, and I had to gang up on him. <laughs> um, and uh, Paisley's family also helped in the persuading. And he eventually agreed, and he said of the moment, he said, it's a bit like being given the Queen Elizabeth to steer in a Force 10 gale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. um, and Paisley was quite a different character to Shankly. Shankly yeah. was quite bold and loved being in front of the media. Good uh, sound bites. Yeah, exactly, very quotable chat. Was Paisley was a little bit more reserved. Yeah, a bit more Paisley quiet. was very dry, though. He got, yeah. he got a few quotes. Oh, absolutely, but not in the same way as no. Shankly. You know. He seemed a really warm character. Yeah, well, Shankly, the, the, the kind of... You know, the Monday kind of managers you might compare him to would be the Mourinho's and the Ferguson's. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? The yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, but Paisley did know the club inside out and the style of the team's play, and he was excellent at picking up, uh, picking out a quality player. He also, a number of people have talked about this, he had an extraordinary ability, um, probably from his time as a trainer and physio, to be able to diagnose or spot an injury simply by just observing a player, how they were walking and running. You got a cut there. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Brain hemorrhage. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extraordinary, really. But that, of course, helped him um, no end. So Paisley's Liverpool began the seventy-four, seventy-five season, um, which was uh, to be an incredible time. Didn't on they his came tenure. second. They came second, and it was the only season in his nine years there that they they didn't um, they didn't win a trophy. But Paisley, um, he did inherit a good side, of course, under Shankly. The reason I know he came second, yeah. I think it's related to that that quip he made where he. Said, oh, don't we? of course, uh, he's been interviewed, and someone talks about all the things he won and everything he achieved there. And he said, Don't forget, I managed this team in the bad times as well. Yeah. One year we came second. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he did indeed say that. Um, I mean, he did inherit a good side, as I say, and he carried on the work of Shankly and that philosophy at the club. But he did take Liverpool to a different level. Yeah, he actually won more than Shankly, didn't he? He won yeah. a hell of a lot more. Something like 20 trophies in nine seasons. Yeah. I think like, it's so easy for the wheels to come off at That's that right. point. That's right. Oh, yeah, of course. Just 
Well, it did. It, you could argue it did for Sunis when mm. he took over from Dalglish, was it? But yeah. well, you you almost have that sort of flip side of the coin where you have a, a, a manager who 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 is, brings success to a club like like um, Ferguson has done at United. Yeah. What, and the flip side of the coin is what's going to happen then? What's going to happen at the yeah, end? Yeah. They, they've built. They've almost made a role for their own back because they've got to replace them. Mm. You know, and they've managed to do that successfully with Paisley. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, and he always said as well because um, we said earlier, you know, he wasn't one for going up in front of the media but he was his, his little line was I let my team do the talking yeah, yeah. Um, so they did finish second and they didn't win anything in the 74-75 season but the next season they won the league and they won the UEFA Cup his first European trophy um, Keegan and Toshak were amongst the goals that season as they climbed to the top of the English game once again and he made some great signings for, for Liverpool Terry McDermott Graham Souness Alan Hansen and most importantly Kenny Dalgleish who, who mm. he got in to replace Kevin Keegan mm. the very big shoes to fill mm. yeah. and my goodness did he, did he fill funny them. shoes to fill <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it Clown was shoes. <laughs> 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 I, he, I shouldn't disrespect him like, I'm, I'm, I'm he, come he on. gets laid into in so many profiles what a player even his own yeah what a player he was though no, but Dalgleish did more than fill his shoes didn't he Dalgleish mm. is probably their best King Kenny and that never at any point did he get punched in the lay by that's enough so that era of dominance it really defined who they were who Liverpool were and, and are the moustache <laughs> well, yeah, Liverpool well. were the moustache <laughs> Liverpool football club perhaps I should uh, <laughs> restrict that to but they were by far the club's best years and, and, and when we hear and see the old footage of that of the Liverpool teams the great Liverpool teams we all know them of the late mm. 70s mid mm. 70s early 80s they were his teams Yeah, yeah. they yeah, were Paisley's yeah. Teams. Well, it's an interesting one because you've got to, you've got to think of, of Bob Paisley when people start talking about the greatest managers of all time. Yeah. Bob Paisley is pretty underrepresented in those sort of conversations. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And Bob, the fact of the matter is, as you mentioned, Jim, twenty odd trophies in nine years or whatever it was, he's the only manager in history to win three European Cups. Yeah. That's right. As a manager, I mean, that could change this summer. But no one's done that. Though. No one's done yeah. that. He's That's the only manager to have ever done it. As a you know, just as as yeah. a manager, people have done it as player and manager, but solely as manager, he's the only person ever done it. And he deserves an immense amount of credit for that. Yeah. Mm. So what he, Jim says it, it is huge. It's Emlyn huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a player under him as well. Yeah, piece. That was my point. That's the point. It works. Yeah, I mean, we've seen how difficult it is. You know, <laughs> people don't. You know, the Champions League has never been retained. You know, mm. and it, it's clear how difficult it is and how much it takes out of you to to do a sort of season long campaign in in, in Europe. It's mm. it's a huge undertaking. So to have his team so sort of motivated and capable that they could win so much so regularly yeah. is, is a real become testament a habit. It must to his yeah, habits. And I imagine those, uh, as travel went, I imagine it wasn't chartered flights no. everywhere. It'd be trains and yeah. buses and stuff. Oh, they hard. would have been working hard, those yeah. guys. Well, they won the first European Cup in 1977, and, and they won it three times in, in a five-year... Yeah. Right, yeah, three times in a five-year period, they won the European Cup. Incredible. Incredible. Really was. Uh, he was also an excellent man manager, a very likable guy, and he got the best out of everybody pretty much. Um, one particular player who was reborn under him really was, was Ray Kennedy, who was a striker from Arsenal, and uh, obviously played for Liverpool as well up front, but he turned him into a midfielder with, with some aplomb, you know. Mm. Well, Alan Smith. <laughs> Alan Smith well, he moved from up front to midfield under, under Ferguson didn't <laughs> he into the bench yeah, yeah. forevermore you've, and you've, now to MK Dons <laughs> yeah how has he got in this I've, I've, I've broken him <laughs> <laughs> not just gutted that I've brought him up <laughs> oh dear back to Paisley <laughs> he immediately he, he just went 
Alan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> He's not sneaking in the back door while we're doing Paisley while we're putting no, him it's in. It's not even the good Alan Smith. No, no, yeah. Paisley was also said to be a nice, caring man. <laughs> like Alan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like Alan. <laughs> Bloody Smith got sent off Alan for England. Smith, welcome in. <laughs> Don't make Can me say naughty words. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, now See what you've done. Careful. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. I'll say that hey. word. Now, um, yeah, it was a good guy as well, which wasn't the norm and probably still isn't for football managers to beat nice guys. And Brian Clough even said that Paisley proves that nice guys you know, can win something and that cliche is just a myth, you know. Mm. Um, he turned Anfield into a fortress. Uh, it, it, its most impenetrable was between 1978 and 81, when the team had a run of 85 games unbeaten at home. Well, if the team can't get in, that you're playing, it's impenetrable. A big advocate of the Parson Move ethos, which was um, at the heart of Liverpool's success. Mm. Um, and then he retired in 1983. Only nine years or nine seasons. One, you know, as you say, twenty trophies. That's a lot of seasons. Yeah, really. These I'm days, saying, sorry, I say only. Yeah, he's yeah. at the same club. You know, there's only a few, only a handful of managers operating now who've been at clubs longer than that in this yeah. country. Hmm. This football, probably Moyes, Wenger, and Ferguson. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, uh, so he retired in 1983 and he'd been with Liverpool in some form or another for 44 years. He'd had enough of Matt Lawrenson's bloody voice, eh, mate? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two years after his retirement, he did return to Anfield after the Heisel tragedy um, as a consultant to Kenny Dalglish, who had not long been in charge of the club, oh, right. and then went on to, to join the board and eventually a, a vice president of the club. And he um, he served the club until he died in, in 1996. But before he, he, he did die, he um, was given the freedom of the city of Liverpool and uh, an OBE for his services to football. I think he was at the club for about 45 years or something in total. A very yeah. long time. Anyway. Yeah, well, it was more than that, yeah. Oh, OK. Um, but uh, one of the greatest managers in, in, in British and, and European one football. One of the greatest yeah. managers of all time. Yeah, undoubtedly. End of story. No doubt about it. I thought I quite liked it. I'll end um, with Ivan uh, Ponting uh, of the Independence, the way he summed up uh, Paisley, his managerial reign in his uh, obituary. He said, As he had promised so self effacingly, Bob Paisley had done his best, and it turned out to be better than anybody else's. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> Bob Paisley, come on in. In when that's all the phone. In you come, Bob. Then he comes Can in I too. come in as well? Get away, Alan! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Milton Keynes is that one. See, mate. <laughs> right, that is the end of the show. Tis. Alright, and if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, Jimbo. Yes, it is. There's all kinds of wonderful booty on there um, if you are a sort of internet pirate, so go over there. Look <laughs> at the wonderful blogs we have. You're right there, Luke. You seem to have your hand up. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, we're thinking about um, expanding the blog section get as much more writing as uh, good quality writing as possible so if you're interested um, send your details and sort of examples of your work and links and stuff to show at thefootballramble.com and hopefully we can get you on board mm. yeah so uh, also there is Pick Live you know you can play live fantasy football there is the Hall of Fame there is the Forum all kinds of lovely stuff so do get over there thefootballramble.com Pete, have you got anything? Uh, somebody call my mama. Uh, somebody, somebody call, call my mama. mama. Uh, somebody call my mama. But end this. Somebody call his mother. Now, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. See you next week, Bimfers. <laughs> <laughs> Bimfers. There's no need to ask any questions about transfers or speculation or anything else because there'll be nothing happening. Anything about a young goalkeeper from Wrexham? Huh? That's the academy. So that would be the only one.
Marcus, never do that again. <laughs> no. Because oh. that isn't... Right. What did I do? You, you look like you're driving in a car, oh. not making up to a guy. I was driving yeah, in a car. Do it. I've taken him over from the gig. <laughs> he's driving to the girl that he's going to make love to. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Yeah. And he's just singing to himself And the sun's coming up, so I'm going to... It's got to be yeah. post-haste. Yeah. She's got to be an understanding woman if that's the sort of boot you can use. do die at six in the morning. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.